Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Talk 1080. Will Marotti Show, your host, Will Marotti. Matt Sorais at the Master Control Panel, guiding the show, keeping us on track, on time, on point. And, uh, you know, some people have already suggested, and I, I did, I repeated that suggestion this morning. Wouldn't it be a, oh, a distraction of sorts for the Biden administration to have a order fight? And, um, you know, usually that's pointed at Republicans. But it seems like there could be some Democrat support for that right now. I don't know. I, I'm hearing it. I'm hearing what people are saying and reading what they're saying. seems like we're really kind of pushing this thing pretty hard. Joining us now, the former managing editor of the Journal Inquirer in Manchester, the one and only Chris, uh, Chris Powell. Chris, welcome to the program. Oh, great to be with you again, Will. So I'm looking at a piece that you wrote a few days ago. And the title of it is, is uh, Blumenthal and Murphy Pursue a War to Replace Afghanistan. Talk to us about that. Well, uh, Blumenthal and Murphy, our, our senators from Connecticut, uh, a week or so ago, uh, flew off to Ukraine with, uh, I think, four or five other U.S. senators from both parties. Uh, they put out a press release saying that they were going over there to reaffirm the U.S. commitment to Ukraine. And I'm thinking, what the hell commitment is that? Does any, anybody outside Washington in the United States uh, think that uh, you know, we, we have or should have a commitment to Ukraine? Uh, uh, you know, this is uh, a provocation to, to, to Russia. And it was acknowledged back when the Soviet Union fell in 1990 uh, by the discussions the U.S. foreign affairs officials and the Russian foreign affairs officials had. It was even suggested by uh, the U.S. side uh, as they were trying to rearrange the, the unification of, of, of Germany, east and, uh, east and West. The U.S. side suggested to Russia to ease Russia's concern uh, you know, how how about if we just uh, freeze NATO in its tracks right now? We don't move NATO uh, any farther east. Now, it wasn't actually put in a, a treaty, but the, the idea of, you know, giving Russia a buffer 
against uh, hostile powers, just as the United States has claimed a, a buffer against hostile powers since the Monroe Doctrine. That that idea was raised by the U.S. side uh, thirty years ago. Buffers keep the peace between right. you know right. great powers. Right. Now, uh, what does Ukraine bring to to the West? It brings a a corrupt and incompetent government that <laughs> that the Biden uh, family has uh, has helped to, to to loot in past years. I mean, yeah. certainly there's some corruption uh, opportunities for uh, U.S. politicians in, in in Ukraine, and I suppose that uh, you know it it, it brings some uh, uh, you know weapons manufacturing opportunities to to the United States, but. Uh, uh, Ukraine in NATO, it, it brings nothing but a liability. Ukraine wants to join NATO uh, to uh, to have a tripwire against Soviet pressure, so that you if know, why uh, Soviet Russian pressure, point, Chris, do you know why? Why hasn't is it NATO hasn't accepted Ukraine? What why why isn't there an official uh, relationship between NATO and Ukraine at this point? Uh, I think because of the concern that uh, you know Russian would, Russia would freak out, and Russia you know is is freaking out now. Russia has, I'm sure, other motives. Everybody says that oh, Putin wants to rebuild the old Soviet uh, empire. And, He's made no secret and, about it. He claims one of the greatest greatest days of mourning was December 26, 1991, which was the official day of of the the dissolution of, of the Soviet Union. He says that was a great day of mourning. And he has yeah. said publicly several times he'd like to reconstitute the Soviet Union. So, yeah. I mean, that's well, not that's not a, a new thing for Putin. No, but the the interesting thing here is that you know he has demanded uh, to settle the Ukrainian business, uh, an assurance from the West that uh, uh, NATO will not expand uh, into into Ukraine. I don't know why we don't, you know, we don't give them that. We, we get nothing from Ukraine. Ukraine can't defend itself against the Soviet Union, against Russia. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're so not going to no go American to war with national. Russia over Ukraine. NATO can't even defend itself right I now. I mean, I the, you, the NATO forces in Western Europe are, are very weak. So I don't know why we just don't agree with, uh, with Putin. Look, you're right. We're, we're not going to expand uh, NATO into uh, Ukraine, and uh, you'll, uh, you'll leave them alone. If he doesn't leave them alone, he's going to pay heavily through uh, really the, the, the freezing of international trade and the imposition of most uh, more sanctions. Uh, uh, we get nothing out of this. Uh, yeah. Give him the buffer that he wants. We're not going to fight Russia in a, in a land war in Eastern Europe. He knows that. We know that. So, so you know, why the provocation? I, I don't. But it's interesting that usually people say, oh, the Republicans are the hawks and Democrats are the doves. In this case, it seems like the, the Democrats, and you mentioned Blumenthal and you mentioned uh, uh, Murphy. In fact, a few weeks ago, there was a, a resolution offered by Senator Ted Cruz to restrict some of the operation of the uh, Nord Stream 2 pipeline, which has a direct economic effect on Ukraine. And uh, Blumenthal voted against it. Then we find out that Blumenthal has already received the maximum donation of a, of a lobbying firm who was started and run by a former Connecticut state rep who received $8.5 million from Russia for lobbying for Nord Stream 2. So I wonder how much well, of this is. There's a, is there an economic tie to this somehow? I'm not going to get into Blumenthal's uh, you know, head, but... I, I will say we don't have an interest in Ukraine. I mean, we have a, you know, a general interest in, in letting people uh, govern themselves. Uh, but Ukraine wants NATO so that 
NATO and the other, you know, the Western powers that are part of NATO suddenly become obliged militarily to defend Ukraine. Right. Uh, that is going far beyond our defensible lines. We can't do that. Ukraine brings nothing, nothing. to a military alliance with, with, with the West. Ukraine uh, is just a provocation to Russia, just like uh, ex- expanding the NATO into the Baltic states was a provocation to Russia. I, I, I'm surprised that Russia has taken so long to respond to this. Well, I don't even know what's the win here for us, other than other than uh, you know Hamilton Standard, other than the defense contractors, right? What's the what's the win for us to get into a conflict right now? Uh, look, I agree. You have to be uh, you know suspicious that you know with the, everything falling apart for uh, you know for the Democrats mm-hmm. in the United mm-hmm. States, you know they they'd love a foreign policy a crisis to distract everybody from. From their 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 failures, but you know you're you're playing with fire here. You want a foreign policy crisis that can turn into a war just to distract, you know, from your incompetence uh, in in domestic affairs. Uh, uh, I, I just wish people would uh, you know wake up to this. We don't need to be intervening militarily all around the world. I mean, the world is going to have to deal with itself in some respects. Yeah, right. I mean, we just you know in, throughout their congressional careers senators blumenthal and murphy supported pouring trillions of dollars down the toilet in afghanistan yes. they've never apologized for this nobody's ever demanded an apology from them for it now they want military intervention in ukraine which we cannot defend uh... and nobody's holding them to account for this it's it's, it's well, apparently you are to me. <laughs> you're, you're trying well, to right i mean but you know, again, I, it's the it's the it, it's the absolute attitude uh, indifference here in the people of Connecticut that we keep voting these scoundrels back in office time after time after time. Why can't we just wake up and say, you know, it's time for a change in course? Well, you know, <laughs> you've got to have uh, an opposition political party that says something. Oh, that's uh, right. We need Republicans in Connecticut. I forgot about. That. <laughs> you know, you got to give people an alternative. Are there any uh, politicians, aspiring politicians, aspiring candidates in Connecticut who are uh, opposed to you know more stupid foreign interventions? Uh, if there are, I don't know who they are. Well, I, I just I don't know. I mean, we keep saying the same things over and over again, and obviously we have a we have a loyal a loyal group of listeners here, but they, you know, and, and I keep saying this, Chris, I keep saying I want to make this, this program number one in the state, not, not to, for, for my accolade or how wonderful we are, but I just want people to know there are still common sense conservative, common sense libertarians out there who can think, who can evaluate, who can see through the fog and, and, and maybe, maybe rally people to do something because I'm just, it's just so frustrating that we talk about these things over the hypocrisy of Richard Blumenthal over Listen, and over again. To and he wins every wars time. Used to, opposition to stupid imperial wars used to be a liberal position. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's why it's so mind-boggling. I don't know. Well, thank God for you, Chris. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. Keep writing what you write, and, uh, and we'll keep we'll keep pounding the drum and see if there's any. Well, thanks for uh, letting me hector your audience. Well, yeah, that's good. Thanks a lot, Chris. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye. Chris Powell, managing uh, former managing editor, Journal Inquirer. All right, we'll be right back. Bill, stay out there. We're going to come and get you in a minute. Eight hundred nine six six nine eight four two eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. One more to show. WTIC News Talk ten eighty. 
This is the Will Marathi Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back, 1021. You know, uh, the current extension for Governor Lamont's emergency powers is set to expire in February. Um, supposedly, from, from what I'm reading, and we're going we're gonna to talk with Chris Keating from the Hartford Current uh, after the uh, bottom half of the hour, um, he, he's not looking for a full extension of his emergency powers, but he is looking for uh, 11 remaining executive orders to be put into law. And I, I don't I don't know why exactly. I'll, I'll go over those later, but um, we're going to talk about this second half hour. So, And we'll have time for calls, too, as well. All right, let's go to uh, Bristol, former home of the Bristol Red Sox, Muzzy Field. Go Muzzy Field. And Bill. Bill, welcome to the show. Bill, are you there? Yes, hello. Go ahead. You're on, Bill. Hey, good morning, Will. How you doing? Good morning. Good, good. Yeah, good. Um, I'm calling about that teacher there that left the kids down in the basement. Holy cow. And, uh, I can't I kind of saw a mugshot on TV, and I was just wondering if they did a drug test on this lady. I don't know, but they ought to do a psych- psychological evaluation. What the heck? What do you leave your kids uh, at home? Uh, you tell them to stay yeah, in the no, you, basement? You can see it in her eyes, everything. She was on drugs. She went away for a whole weekend, probably. Whatever. I mean, there's something going on there. I mean, that's just. That's just insane. I mean, they were young kids, number one, but to tell them to stay in the basement? I mean, that, yeah, yeah. Yep. you know, thank God. Thank God the kids are okay. Thank God nothing happened bad to them. I mean, oh, gosh. It's, it's uh, just, I just, uh, I don't know, for, since uh, uh, last time I thought we pay the teachers, don't we, their salary? Well, again, you know, teachers, have, teachers can be nutty, too. I mean, it's, you know, being a teacher isn't, isn't a guarantee that you've got all your mental faculties. I mean, it's just... You know, apparently she wanted to go and party more and she wanted to take care of her kids. Well, I mean, you know, and, and there's a dad involved. I hope the dad gets full custody of the kids. I mean, I don't know. The mom, just, the mom almost, deserves to lose to get kids. random drug tests for all the teachers. Well, I don't know. I, well, I, there's a lot of good teachers out there, so I'm not going oh, yeah, no, to brush that's all of them. I'm just saying this, this, you know, this woman's like, yeah, wacky. This companies. Is, there's other companies that do this stuff. This is mental illness. That's that's what this yeah. is. I mean, you, and, can't, uh, you can't convince me otherwise. I don't know about that uh Council member there. Council member. They voted to uh, give her a raise. I'm not, I, I don't know which one you're talking about, Bill. News, news to me. Go yeah, ahead, council members say they voted to give that uh, uh, lady in Hartford a raise. Okay. For the voter registrar. Oh, voter registrar. Okay. Well, I don't know. When was the last time she got a raise? I don't know. No, it's just, I, I don't know. One gets uh, half the money and the other one gets the full amount. I don't get that. No, one's a Democrat, one's a Republican. <laughs> I don't know. Well, why don't we do I'm, that I'm with just, state I'm workers? You know what I mean? If some yeah. guys work harder than others, we'll have to deduct some pay from them. Maybe. Yeah, right. Well, you know, right? say, say what you want, but there's there there's one candidate for governor talking about having an independent uh, inspector that's going to go through and, and do a forensic audit of every department in the state. I've been saying it for years. There's yeah, no reason yeah, well, that we can't you got cut costs. There's no reason we can't cut costs in Connecticut. We're talking about we we don't have an income problem. We have a spending problem in Connecticut. Yeah. And you can't tell yeah. me state after state after state agency there's not waste and fraud and and replication going on. You can't tell me we can't save at least five, if not ten percent of the state budget if we would just do an in-depth audit. 
Oh, just say, just the first year you go 1%, next year you go 2%, Fine, next year you go with that, Bill. And, and within five years, you, you, you balanced your budget. Show me, show me something, some kind of a cut before you start talking about increasing my taxes, that's all. Uh, you I, got I, it. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Um, yeah, so emergency powers, what do you think? Should, should, you know, I mean, I don't think at this point, you know, there's only one question to ask and be answered for Governor Lamont when it comes to emergency powers. Do they help his reelection campaign? He apparently they're coming up with the answer. No, because they don't want to extend it. But these, these things that, um, they want to continue vaccine ma- ma- uh, mandates for state hospital employee, state hospital employees. Um, they want to continue child and safety classroom rules. I, I guess this has to do with masks and social distancing. I say no to that one. Um, state statute about uh, procurement for goods and services. I guess that's PPE and stuff like that. That's fine. Um, I, I don't know. There's 11. We'll go over them with, uh, with Chris King, but there's 11 things that he wants. He wants, uh, made law, I guess. Codify. Is that the, is that the proper term? He wants to have these things made law, uh, and, and then not have his powers extended. Well, the, the problem is, you know, they can extend this problem. Let's say, let's say something, another, another variant. Okay. The, the, uh, Omega Alphatron variant comes up, right? And, and the branch Covidians go crazy about it, and they could extend powers again. I mean, it's not like you just can't do it, right? So why, why put these 11 things, why, why give these 11 things sticking power now? I don't understand that. Let's go to uh, Bridgeport and Larry. Larry, welcome to the show. Yeah, hi, Pastor. Thanks for having me. Um, you know, Chris, it's Chris Powell, right, who was just Chris on? Chris Powell, yes. He is excellent. Okay, he he hits on all. I tell you, he is so smart and he is so knowledgeable about everything that's going on. I just want to compliment him. Um, I called last week. What about the host? What about the host for having him on? What about a compliment there? Come on. I thank you. You have some great guests, so I want to thank you for having a great show uh, and really informing everybody in Connecticut, whether you're Democrat or Republican. Uh, on on an issue of national security, on on what's going on with Ukraine yeah. and his approach to it, I just want to compliment you too. Well, thank you because, so much. Yeah, and I, Go I ahead. I'm to, only kidding. I, I talked to Todd last week yeah. when this whole Ukraine thing kind of started reaching a head. Yeah, and I mentioned the the, the possibility in the afternoon, and you can listen to it if you want. Mm-hmm. Probably tape it. Um, of of the wag the dog syndrome, okay? Mm -hmm. So I could be wrong. I only got a minute left, Larry. Go ahead. Well, I look at uh, Biden, and I look at the poll numbers. Now, Fox says he's at 47. Ross Mussum has him lower than that. He's probably in the mid to high 30s at best. I I think that's the real number. If you look at his, just how he reacted to Peter Ducey yesterday, I I don't care if you're a reporter from CBS, ABC, CNN, a president, even, you know, this is what Trump did that really annoyed me. Mm-hmm. Show people respect. Well, They're asking you questions. You have a duty to answer those questions and not insult people. Okay? Wasn't it Biden when he first got elected that said, if, if somebody in my administration speaks down to a fellow employee or disrespectfully, I'll, I'll fire him on the spot. You should have fired yourself. I, absolutely. You should have fired yourself, that. right? Come on. 
And he's done this before. He did it to a female reporter the other day. So he is really disappointing in that respect, okay? Um, And the media media just gives him a pass. If that were Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. they'd be all over him, okay? So I just wanted to get back to the Ukraine thing. Chris Powell was great. I happen to think my intuition tells me that there's a lot of people who can benefit from um, a skirmish or a problem like this. There's a, I mean, not everybody has to be a defense contractor in terms no, of building a weapons. Of there's a lot of money to go around when there's a There's war. a lot of money to go around, and I hope I'm wrong, but God too. help our country because yeah. we never learned anything from Iraq and the weapons of mass destruction. We didn't learn anything from Korea or Vietnam, for crying out loud. Nothing Larry, from I got to let you go. Thank you so either. much Thank for your you. call. Appreciate it very much. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to have Chris Keating on from the Hartford Current talk about extending the governor's emergency powers and uh, these 11 uh, things that he wants to continue for some reason. We'll be right back. This is Local Radio, The Well Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back. 1130, uh, 1039 WTIC News Talk 1080. So uh, emergency powers. We've been under emergency powers for a couple of years. It's, it's scheduled to... Um, Expire February 15th. Regular session of the General Assembly is supposed to start February 9th. Um, Got to sort through this a little bit. I'm concerned about these 11 orders that he wants extended, and, and, and can they be unextended? <laughs> I don't know. Joining us now on the hotline, the uh, Bureau Chief for the Hartford Current, uh, Chris Keating. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? How's things? Doing well. Thanks for a long time no talk. Thanks for coming hey. on. There you go. There you go. So help help us unwind this a little bit, uh, Chris. So um, let's say, first of all, no no question about it. I had on Dr. Uh, Ulysses Wu the other day. Uh, we're on the back end of this. Everything's declining. Cases are down. Positivity's down. Deaths are down. We're, we're definitely following, you know, the, the trend that happened in South Africa. So they extend these the powers uh, expire on the 15th. So I guess why would we need to extend them in the first place? But my bigger concern is what are these 11 orders that he wants? Does he want them codified? Does he want them made into law? And if that's the case, why not just if COVID, the, you know, Alpha Delta Cron, you know, variant pops up, why not just give them emergency powers again? Why, why put, take these 11 things and, and, and make them permanent? I guess is the question. Well, he could do some of that. Uh, that that is correct. Basically, the eleven that he's talking about, they're talking about you know codifying them into law for like thirty or sixty days. In other words, and oh. you can write that into the law that it can be uh, you know sunsetted or whatever, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Or you know, there's other laws as you know that they make that uh, supposedly are there forever until they change them. So anyway, these are these are thirty or sixty day uh, laws on all of these, and then B to your other point. In other words, say in June uh, something bad happens and a new uh, variant comes up that nobody ever heard of. Uh, you are correct; the legislature could give Lamont his powers back. So in other words, uh, it ends as of right now. It's scheduled to end February fifteenth, which is coming up. Uh, the uh, basically all the powers, the emergency powers. All the powers would end that day, but uh, you could give him the powers back in the future if you felt that the legislature couldn't move fast enough. And when 
when the legislature is out of session, you know, July and August, and half the mm-hmm. people are on vacation and they're in Florida and they're in sure. Maine, uh, it's hard to get them back. So right. um, sometimes on that, they give more deference to Lamont. And the legislature is always worried or mostly worried about attendance and having people there. Uh, from February to May, which is the session this year, attendance generally is not a problem because mm-hmm. they've already told all the legislators uh, make sure you're there. Make sure you mm-hmm. clear off your schedules from February to May. Sure. And so short session is always easier to deal with. You say in your article, we're talking with Chris Keating from Harvard Current, you say here that the legislature would likely vote to codify the executive orders, but only 30 to 60 days. Would that be like in writing somewhere? Would they would they say that when they did it, that these these 11 would only be in effect for that time period, or, yes. or would it be more open-ended? Yes, they would. Uh, no, they would actually write that in if that's what they decide to do. And, and granted, one could be uh, 45 days. The 11 would not necessarily be a package. In other words, there might oh. be, let's say, let's say four out of the 11 are non-controversial. So you take mm-hmm. those four and you put them in one bill and mm-hmm. you vote on it and everyone says, yeah, that's a good idea. There's okay. others could be pulled out one at a time, literally oh, one right. at a time. And let's vote on that. Yes or no. Oh, wow, this is really controversial. Um, yikes, we're, we're going to have an, an up or down vote just on this one. So okay. that is not decided yet. I've been asking about that. That is not decided yet precisely how they're going to do it. I think the answer, the reason is uh, they don't know. They don't have the vote counts yet. They don't know uh, where the hard votes are quite and yet. They'll, ha- they'll have a week to work on it, right, from the time the General Assembly comes back in to the time that the powers are are. are uh expired they'll have a week at least to, to to work on those things you also say in here that all republicans want them to expire and and some democrats do you have a sense on that chris like what's the what's the roll call for democrats is there are there more democrats that want to see it expire or more democrats that don't want to see it or let's your other point you're they're just not sure yet How well there have been there have been a little bit <clears throat> excuse me of a growing uh, tide uh, senator austin for example is a democrat yes. Yep. She's the head of the Appropriations Committee. She doesn't want any extensions. Um, really? She's, uh, yeah, she uh, lives down towards Sprague, down New London, down that way. Uh, she just says, no, we, we, we don't want any extensions. In other words, she says, I'll, I'll listen to Lamont all day long, whatever he wants to say. I'll hear everybody out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But she doesn't want extensions. Um, John Hampton in Simsbury doesn't want any extensions. He's a, okay. a moderate Democrat. Um, there are, yes, there are Democrats, uh, who don't want the extensions, um, but, uh, are there enough to block some of them? Uh, that is still to be determined. But, uh, it's not a 100%, um, you know, black and white Republican versus Democrat thing. There are spillover Democrats with the Republicans. Now, you and I know 10 months in politics is like a lifetime, right? There's a lot that could happen. So let's assume that um, we are, we're on the tail end of this and, and no variants that come up are going to cause a big problem and, and we're going to kind of return to somewhat normal normal. Um, ten months, the, the governor has extremely high ratings on how he's handled COVID. Um, is that enough time, ten months, is that enough time for people's memories to begin to fade and, uh, and, and maybe have this turn into a race? Or, well, or do you think there's lasting power in the in the positive COVID? Yeah, it is, it is. It is true. Uh, politics can change real, real fast, real fast. Um, 
and and people do forget things, and sometimes they need to be reminded of things. Um, so uh, we all, I guess all of us, uh, sometimes forget things if it's not right in front of our faces. Sure. So, yeah, it's a very good question. You know, what, Halloween of this year, uh, what, is, what is the landscape going to be on Halloween of this year? Mm. By that I mean the COVID landscape, the economic right. landscape, mm-hmm. unemployment, the stock market. That's a little hard to predict. Hard As you know, any, any one of your listeners who's followed the stock market the last couple of days, it's been wild. Um, up and down and up and down. Crazy. Uh, So it's, it's a little hard to predict that stuff. Very hard, actually. Oh boy. (laughs) We'd all be, we all if we knew, if we knew where the stock market was going, we would be billionaires. We might not be talking on this phone call right now. All right, but I mean, I, I just, you know, I just came back to the show. I mean, what a good year to come back. I mean, this is going to be, this is going to be a fun year between, uh, uh, politics and and who knows what's going to happen in Europe and in the Ukraine. I mean, this is a this is a great year. Going to be a, an exciting year for news, to be sure. Yeah, that's that's um, another thing. Exactly. Talk, if, talk if to you me said, a little bit. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, talk to me a little bit about the, this food stamp issue that um, that you're talking about. Matt Ritter is concerned uh, with some uh, funding for the for the uh, the food stamp program. Is there is there some concern of a loss there or a pickup? Uh, how, how, yes. is that, how is that playing out? Uh, how that works on the, the, to get the food stamps, you basically have to declare uh, to get, and uh, not just food stamps, the enhanced food stamps might be the better word. Uh, to get the money from the feds, you have to basically declare to the feds that you are in a uh, pandemic, you are in an emergency. So mm-hmm. what has mm-hmm. been happening really for the last two years was essentially... Lamont essentially declared the emergencies essentially over the last two years. So he would certify that to the feds, and the feds would send this extra money for extra food stamps. Okay. Now, uh, basically, the legislature would do that. They would get certain specific language to say, we, the legislature, declare an emergency, and therefore we need to do this to get this extra food stamp money. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, both Lamont and and many of the legislatures are you know are very concerned about that um you know with with people with unemployment reasons or whatever you know 99 reasons as you know the the economy is all over the place with the pandemic so they really want to be able to hold on to that food stamp money all right so so let's just wrap this up here so we're going to we're going to guess right we're going to guess that on February 15th the powers are going to expire they're probably going to let them expire and then it's a it's a who knows about these eleven other things whether they'll all be extended for thirty sixty days or part of them will be extended or we don't know right is that is that a fair uh, guess at yes this point? probably probably at least some of them will be extended I would say yes uh, theoretically could they vote on opening day February 9th? yes uh, everybody will mm. be there there would be a high level of okay. attendance is it possible mm-hmm. they could vote on opening day yeah because. Um, I, again, the attendance will be sky high on that day, sure. and no no legislator will be able to say, "Hey, I booked a vacation or something." So, um, yeah, will will a bunch of the eleven be uh, approved? I would I would say yes, that a lot of them will be. Okay. Yes. All right, Chris Keating, Hartford Current. Thanks so much. We'll have to get you back on when the session starts again. I hope I hope that you'll have some time for us. Okay. All right. Take care. Thanks a bunch. Okay. Yep. All right, we're going to take a break, a couple commercials. We're going to come back, take the last call of the day, 800-966-9842, 860-522. 
9842. Give us a call. We'd love to talk with you on any of the things to talk about or something that you want to bring up as well. Will Marotti, Will Marotti Show. We'll be right back. This is the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. back 1053 open phone lines we'd like to take the last call of the day who will that be the uh the famous last call of the day 800-966-9842-860-522-9842 um i would like to also bring your attention something happened last night apparently uh in the south china sea a u.s navy fighter was uh landing on the uss carl vinson uh and crashed on the deck and uh, seven sailors were injured. The pilot was injured. He was able to eject, um, but was you know that's not an easy thing to eject from a plane going you know a few hundred miles an hour coming down for landing. Short, you know, he, he didn't have a lot of room to get the chute open. All those things. So um, that that was a that was a difficult thing. But but I guess they are I guess they're going to all make it. I guess is is it's not easy you know we are, our our military people you know even even when there's not a war going on they don't they don't do easy stuff and they say the aircraft carrier is probably one of the most dangerous places you can work in the world um just because of all the potential things that could go wrong and and uh you know the pilots are are uh you know incredibly skilled but uh the 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 people servicing the planes have to be incredibly skilled as well i saw an interview yesterday with her or this morning or last night i'm sorry with a uh a veteran fighter pilot uh marine corps fighter pilot and uh it, it, he's he's facing termination discharge if he doesn't get vaccinated um it, it's crazy it's crazy and i think you're going to start seeing more and more people are going to wake up to the hysteria. Now, again, it's it's not that it, it hasn't been a bad disease. Obviously, a lot of people have died. A lot of people have been sick. We're not we're not discounting any of that. What we are saying, though, is I I believe, and many people believe, not just me, hundreds of people, doctors, scientists believe that the government did not respond correctly to this. We see it in the numbers. The vast majority of people, at, for instance, died died over over sixty years old. So we didn't protect the seniors. We, we should have learned from that. Uh, children still, even with Omicron, children are not as, as badly impacted as the rest of society. So then to, to make a blanket statement that all kids have to wear masks, you know. Now, I, I, I'm so grateful I had Chris Keating on because uh, Chris clarified for us, at least, that these 11, 11 uh, orders that the governor wants extended uh, the mask rule. Um, contracting, uh, mandatory vaccination of state employees, social distancing, long-term care staff vaccination, a vaccination database. I'm totally against that. Do not want that to see, see that happen in place. I guess it already is, right? What do I know? Temporary uh, nurse aid program. Well, those would all have to be um, uh, reviewed and, and vaccine mandates. Uh, there's 11 things here. He says it's 30 to 60 days. Now, I want to see that in writing, 30 to 60 days, because we're, we're on the downside of this, folks. We're on the downward slope. We are going to be, as as the, the CEO of uh, Albert Borla said, the CEO of Pfizer last week, he said he believes 
uh, that we are normal, normal in the spring. And all I can say is look at the NFL games this past weekend. Nobody in any of those games was worrying about COVID. And you haven't heard anything about football games being super spreader events or basketball games being super spreader events or hockey games being none of that has happened. So, so let's continue to pray. Let's be smart and let's believe that this is, and you know what? The mask thing needs to end. It really does. And I, I hope, uh, calmer and cooler minds will prevail in that. And, and we'll see an ending of that not helpful to kids at all. And again, it'll take time to understand the long-term, what many have said, emotional damage that kids will have experienced over this time because they it just doesn't work with kids. The The, the lost education, remote learning, was was just not, and I'm not blaming anybody, I'm just saying it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. It might work for high school students. It might work for college students. It doesn't work for third graders. So all that and, and so much more. Tomorrow is uh, All Caller Wednesday. So we won't have any guests scheduled for tomorrow. It, you are the special guests. And so I hope that you'll help and, and, and invite your friends, your relatives, your associates, your neighbors. Give a call. Give a call. They can listen on TIC 1080 AM. They can listen on WTIC.com. They can do as I recommend. Download the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey app, uh, at the App Store, iPhone, Android, have the app with you. You can listen to the show anytime you want, from anywhere you want, and also the um, podcast will be there as well. So there's a lot of good stuff going on. Anyway, hey, um, great show today. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Chris Powell. Thank you, Chris Keating. Thank you, Matt Soroyce. Uh Stay warm. Be careful when you're driving. God bless you guys. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 